It's the Who's On First Baseball Show with the coach, Carl Damasi, and the baseball fanatic, Kyle Lawson. The fellow's name on first base. Who? The guy on first base. Who is on first? Talking all things baseball on the Coach's Corner Sports Network. I'm not asking you who's on second. Who's on first? I don't know. Third base. And here we are, the coach and the baseball fanatic. And good evening, baseball fans. You're listening to the Who's on First Base baseball podcast with the coach, Carl Demosse, and of course, the baseball fanatic, Kyle Lawson. It's all part of the Coach's Corner Sports Network. Yes, we had a little uh, hiatus last week. Uh, I'm busy as a beaver. He's uh, trying to get his new job settled in, a little a little sickness, but he, he's always been sick. We, well, that's another story in itself. But uh, once again, we're back here. It's episode 23 for October 20th, 2021. It's the coach and the baseball fanatic. How you feeling, fanatic? Ooh, boy, my favorite time of the year, coach. We are in the thick of it. Crazy division races, even crazier high drama in these championship series. I can't wait to talk about all of it. And that's the remedy for you is uh, just talk baseball. You feel a lot better? Yeah, I got a shot. That helped, too. So, uh, and, uh, yeah, I'm just going to take some pills, and that'll, my, that'll make my leg better. Okay. So you took a shot in the butt, and now you're taking pills. I don't know which one's better. I was about to say I'll take the pills, whatever gets rid of the eczema. But that's another story <laughs> for another day. All right. Tonight's show, of course, is all part of the Coach's Corner Sports Network. You got, of course, Wednesday nights happen uh, this uh, past hour from 6 to 7 o'clock. We had the man himself, the Atlanta man, Brandon Bain, up on the Coach's Corner TP Pavilion doing Rubbin' and Grubbin'. That's right. It's all NASCAR. He was up there. Check it out on YouTube. Check it out on Facebook. Uh, one, of the, one of the greatest shows that I like or one of the best shows on NASCAR. I know we're not going to talk about, uh, you know, uh, your, your favorite NASCAR drivers, but they're probably from Chicago too, right? So, but uh, anyway, that happens from 6 to 7. Then, of course, yours truly the, uh, the coach every Saturday morning from 9 to about 10, 15, 10, 30 with the Call of the Monster Sports Report. And then, of course, uh, it's us. Podcast. You got it. Three shows. You got the Who's on First Base baseball show with or podcast with the coach and Kyle Lawson. Don't forget, it was taped or it was recorded. Sorry, got to be correct. Recorded in April from the time the Masters started till the time the Masters ended in Augusta, the 19th hole with the Herb Brothers. They do a great job. Four days straight is pretty tough. That's why they do once a year. They do the 19th hole. Check it out. That's also on Facebook. All right. The lineup. We play three innings now. We're in the playoffs. No four innings, three innings. We're going to go, of course, like we always do, Major League Baseball around the horn, which includes an update on the Braves. That's right. They're in the NL Championship Series. Okay, then we'll get into inning number two. They're doing it again. They're peeling all the fun back again. They're going to one, two, three, four, five, six different sites. Their world tour was one last year where they went to Hank Aaron Stadium. In okay, Mobile. in Mobile. Well, they're going to six places this year. They're taking the Savannah Bananas world tour on the road. We'll talk about it. They'll be playing Banana Bowl. I hope these people understand what's going on. Oh. No bunting? No bunting in baseball? That's what we're missing in baseball right Fans now. Can make outs? We got to bunt in baseball today to beat this shift, but nobody wants to do it. That's another story. We'll get into it. So that's inning number two. And inning number three, okay, 
the 23rd episode of baseball trivia between the coach and the fanatic. Right now, the fanatic is at 12 wins, eight losses. No, sorry, 12 wins, seven losses, and let's see, 11, that's 18, right? And three ties, makes 21, okay? So he didn't shut me out this year. The previous 17 times we did this show over a four-year period, he was 17 and 0. <laughs> this year, this year the coach has got seven seven wins. The luck of the Irish, baby. That's what we got to do for the Braves tonight. The luck of the Irish, right there. I got my lucky hat on. You see, right there. Oh, Oops. I see it. I see. You got a little Notre Dame action going on there. There's my four leaf clover right there, buddy. Oh, I see it. So we're ready to go. All right. Well, it's the shamrock. It's not a four leaf clover. It's shamrock. But anyway, all right. Inning number one. Let's go around the horn. Let's start with the uh, divisional series, okay, the AL and the NL division of series, which brought us to where we are now in the AL-NL championship series. So let's kick it off. Let's start in the junior circuit in the American League. Were you surprised by any of the games? Well, the wild card games, we haven't talked since about that. I mean, Yankees just stunk the house out. Yeah, they really did. And, I mean, I didn't see that coming. It was an unbelievable game. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the Red Sox found a way through. And, I mean, of course, they advanced to take on the Tampa Bay Rays, the best team in the American League. They've been the class all year. They managed to snuff out the Tampa Bay Rays and get themselves into the championship series. Great series, a lot of home runs. The power really showed up for Boston. And uh, now they are, I mean, it's where they are. They're in the championship series right now, and it's taking place as we speak. Now, the one thing that did surprise me a little bit, I thought um, if we look at the divisional series featuring the Houston Astros and the Chicago White Sox, little surprise the Sox faded the way they did. They got knocked around pretty good, and people forget just how good of a team Houston is. Well, I'm not going to say, yeah, I wasn't rooting for Tony LaRusso, so it it, it didn't break my heart. Well, I wasn't either, and I think you know why, but either way – the White Sox had a wonderful season. They're a very strong ball club. They're not going anywhere. Houston has that resolve. Say what you want about their postseason shenanigans. They're an unbelievable ball club. I agree with you. The Strohs are there. So, uh, okay, so that was the wild card. Now we get into the division Indeed. series. Let's go to the division series. So were you shocked that the Red Sox took care of uh, the uh, – Tampa Bay Devil Rays that quick? Yeah, I'm sorry, Coach. I jumped the gun a little bit. I always do it. This is my favorite time of year. But um, a little bit, I got to say, I mean, it was an unbelievable series all the way around. You know, Randy Rosarena rose to the occasion again for Tampa Bay as he did last year. But Boston's hitters, I mean, a lot of their late season acquisitions, Kyle Schwarber, guys like that, really stepped up. Great pitching performances and ultimately – Boston won a really hard-fought series. All right, and uh, well, let's talk about the Strohs now. Uh, you know, well, I'll tell you this: I was more surprised about the White Sox not showing up as much as I thought they would. I thought this would be a much tighter series. You get the bats of Altuve. You know, you get the heart and soul of that team. You look at guys like Alex Bregman. I mean, so many names to go around and. A lot of credit needs to go to Dusty Baker as well. You look at a guy that was always considered an old school manager, a guy that, you know, in Chicago, Cincinnati, guys who would, you know, a a manager who had a tendency to maybe throw his pitchers a little bit too long. He evolved. He's become a new school manager. He's got five different division titles with five different clubs. 
It's pretty impressive, and hats go off to Dusty. I didn't see that working out, but ultimately he was the right guy for this Astros team, and that's why they're in the ALCS. Well, just give him a toothpick, and he's going to bang the drum with his toothpick. No, I'm only joking, but uh, it's the <laughs> magic. It's the magical toothpick, if you ask me. With du- hey, Dusty whatever Bates. it is, man. If the man likes a toothpick, get him a thing of toothpicks. It works. All right, so let's go now to your favorite uh, division. Okay, let's go to the NL. It started out with the Dodgers. League. <laughs> uh, your favorite league, your favorite division, NL, uh, what is it, the NL Central. Well, let's go yeah, on. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and the Cubs are still floundering in last place. But uh, all right, let's go <laughs> to – Fourth, sir. Pittsburgh sucked way more than us. But let's get down to Brad's right, Let's start with the wild card where the Dodgers took care of the Cardinals 3-1. to one. That was an unbelievable game. I – I was very surprised. The Cardinals, one of the hottest teams in baseball, coming in, I mean, winning, you know, 17 in a row. That's what you get for winning, you know, for finishing second with 106 wins. you got to play the hottest team, arguably, in baseball. Well, they stepped up to the – they literally stepped up to the challenge. Mad Max was everything you wanted him to be, and the Dodgers got just enough to squeak over Wayno and the Cardinals. So, of course, they advance – in an unenviable task, you know, they're obviously going to have to, I mean, they're playing the Braves. But the other divisional series, this was one that it was kind of fun, a little nostalgic. Both teams had 44. You lose the legend. You lose Hank Aaron. Both teams have 44 on their patches. And I, 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 I don't know. That got to me a little bit. I loved it. That was a great series. But, I mean, the Braves were simply outclassed. Milwaukee. Freddie came up with one of the biggest postseason homers of his career. And of course, the Braves are now dancing into the next round. And uh, I'm just I'm chomping at the bit to talk about these championship series thus far, because we're in the thick of it. The next week we are going to be in the World Series. And I mean, the Braves are getting ready to kick off right now. And as soon as we're done with this, that's what's happening. All right. So let's now go one step further. Let's go to the the uh, You would say the championship series? Let's start again in the AL. Absolutely. All right. So if you wanted high drama in both leagues, you're getting it in both leagues. But we stick with the junior circuit. Boston advances to play Houston. Game one. Series, series is tied 2-2. Series is tied 2-2. We shall see the outcome. Of course, game five is going on as we speak. We'll get into that later. Game one, big win for Houston, a 5-4 game, a comeback victory last Friday, down 3-1 to early. Carlos Correa shows up, hits a solo go-ahead homer, a two-run homer, and after a two-run homer to start the game by Jose Altuve, the bullpen was absolutely filthy. Alex Presley, after getting the insurance run, went in and closed it in the ninth. Tight game, big comeback from Houston. Now, you go into game two, flips the script. Nine to five, two grand slams. Count not one, two. not one, not but one, two. But two. <clears throat> Pardon me. From your thumpers in J.D. Martinez and Raphael Devers. And this is the, it's the first postseason team ever to hit two grand slams in the same game. It was an unbelievable performance. The Red Sox jumped out early. It was no contest. Kike Hernandez continues to have a great postseason. Of course, you know about his heroics with the Dodgers. And Nate Eovaldi continues to be the ace of that staff. Five and a third. Great game. 
Sox win nine to five. Now you come into game three and you look at a good matchup. You see easy Eddie Rodriguez taking on Jose Iroquerdi in Boston. You're in Fenway two to two in the ninth last night, seventh inning rally, the most runs the Houston Astros have ever scored in one inning in postseason history. Carlos Correa gets it started again. They bring in Nate Eovaldi to try to go in and kind of stop the bleeding there, even though knowing you're going to have to need him for game six or seven if it gets there. No luck. Seven runs, all with two outs, Coach. Yeah, I know. I watched it. I just – it blew my mind. It, it blew my mind. Correa, Castro, Brantley, Alvarez, Tucker. They just – the conga line kept going. I'm like, wow. <laughs> Could this just stop, stop, stop? He's already dead. Anyway, and that brings us to game four – excuse me, game five, which is going on, as we mentioned, right now. And uh, this is going back to Houston. Well, it's going to be pretty pretty fun to watch, okay? And then, of course, we got to go to the team that we're rooting for, the Ooh. Braves against the Dodgers. They were six outs last year from winning the whole thing. Six outs, baby. Last night, they were five outs from going up 3-0. And you got to be kidding me. Bellinger – Hits a home run on a fastball above his head. Yeah. Crazy. It was unbelievable. We'll get there. But this story, walk-off win, this, this series, walk-off wins of plenty, great performances by both teams. I want to take you back to game one a little bit. Walk-off win. Austin Riley hitting the chance of MVP at Truist Park. And, I mean, got got the job done with a 3-2 win. Big base hit. Great performance by Max Freed. He strikes out five. Tyler Matson continues to be great in the postseason. He closed it out the seventh and eighth inning. And, of course, they bring in Will Smith for the save. And Austin Riley, of course, has the game time home run. He does it all. Dramatic win. And it was just so much fun to see. And you could see just Truist Park. You could see the whole battery just light up. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's no doubt about it. I mean, no doubt about it. And, uh, you know, that's what it's all about. And, you know, it's it's going to come back to Atlanta. Okay. So, no doubt. Who do you think is going to be in and have the upper hand? You think the uh, Braves can do it tonight? Uh, we're going to see right now. And that's an interesting matchup that I want to get into because the bullpens are probably going to be relied on heavily. Before we do that, what about a little Jock Tober? You pick up Jock Peterson <laughs> from the Chicago Cubs. He's out there rocking the Mohawk, he's out there rocking the Pearls. He continues to just dazzle. He hits one of the longest home runs I've seen in a long time, probably the longest the truest field that I've seen in a few months. So he hits a game-tying home run in the fourth inning of this of game two. 454, hits an absolute bomb. And Ian Anderson only goes three innings in game two. The bullpen really had to stay, stay up and keep it tight. That's just what is giving you – the reason you, you know, are just – eating a thing of Tums, you know, every game is watching the Braves bullpen. They were calm in games one and two. Easy Eddie Rosario, another great free, I mean, another great acquisition at the deadline. What else can you say? Easy Eddie gets another walk-off. That's right. Back-to-back walk-off wins for the Braves. This time they win it five to four. I was completely shocked. I was watching it in bed. I was getting ready to go to work. I was exhausted. But, uh, yeah, he came through. I was so shocked, and I really thought the Dodgers were going to hang on and win that. Well, you know, last night was a heartbreaker. You're five outs away from going three up, and then, uh, you know, you go into the top of the ninth, and, uh, I mean, 
Jansen's on fire. I mean, he struck out all three batters. The Braves didn't even touch him. I mean, so there was not going to be any walk-off heroics last night because, uh, you know, Kenley Jansen was unbelievable. Yeah, he came in there and really shut the door and one of the wildest games I've seen. So, basically, you look at last night. And the Braves were holding serve 5-2. And you get a guy that has just been so just star-crossed in the regular season. Cody Bellinger, former MVP, can't get the job done. He can't get hit anything during the regular 160, season. 165. He was oh, been abysmal. Oh, just, just unbelievably bad. You know what the Mendoza line is, right? What? You know what the Mendoza line is, right? Yeah, that'd be 200. Mario yeah. Mendoza. He wasn't Ooh. even close. Yeah, I was about to say, he actually hit about 220 for his career, but still, that's pretty bad. Yeah. But that has nothing to do with a... Hey, one of the best pinch hitters in baseball. Huh? Mendoza was one of the best base uh, pinch hitters in baseball. He was. He only hit 220 for the career. He kind of got led with that stigma, and he was a solid glove man for the Mariners. And that's, you know, but, you, you know, he still came in clutch when he had to. It didn't matter about his average. Got that right. So, all right, so go ahead. All right, all right. I'm sorry. I just, we got to talk about this. So, I mean. We, we got to choke about this, but go ahead. Uh, all right, all right, all right. So, yeah, the narrative, of course, I've kind of buried the lead a little bit. Of course, we talked about, you know, the bullpen being so solid for the Braves. I mean, I, I just can't fathom what happened. Luke Jackson goes in there and gives up a three-run homer. They are holding serve. Braves are holding serve, thinking they're going to go back 3-0, back to Atlanta. Let's see what you can do. Three-run homer off of Bellinger in the eighth, four Bellinger in the eighth inning. Hits an absolute rocket off Luke Jackson. A high and away fastball. And Luke Jackson, after the game, said, I hate to say it, but I probably would have thrown that pitch. I probably would have thrown it again. <laughs> That's the pitch he wanted to throw. It was up above his shoulders. Belly went up there and tattooed it. And Dodger Stadium absolutely erupted. Mookie Betts, of course, Mookie, just the gift that keeps on giving for the Dodgers. He knocks in Chris Taylor after a big stolen base by Taylor, another guy that's had a rough regular season who has yep. really turned it on in the regular season, got him to the division series to begin with. Well, he had the walk-off against the Cardinals, right? Yes, he did. And as a Cub fan, nothing makes me happier. But that's neither here nor there. And Kenley comes in, closes it out. I knew Kenley's had his struggles the last couple of seasons. This year, he's got it. He's back to that lockdown, big number 74 you see out there. And it's crazy because the Braves had a big four-run fourth. Gavin Lux drops a fly ball in the shadows late. And, you know, you're trying to get past – Charlie Morton gets you in the, you know, the sixth inning, but he's walking guys left and right and finding ways to get out. And you, you look at – I mean, that's just what got me, the amount of walks and the fact that the Dodgers, they were still not able to get anything done until the late innings. Now, you look at Tyler Matzik and Jackson and Smith, who have been so good. Right. And Luke Jackson just absolutely falls apart. They've been so solid up to this point. Really the last, you know, the last 15 days. But he had and two strikes on away. Bellinger. He had two strikes on Bellinger, and Bellinger hits the ball above his head out of the park. Yeah, that's break. just – I have I, – I, I can't explain it. It's just one of those things. It's playoff baseball. Brian Snitker comes out and says, look, it's a speed bump. It's a minor speed bump. This series, we talked about it last week, Coach. This is going six or seven. Everybody knows that. Right. So, all right. Well, we'll see what happens. Okay. So, uh, 
We'll talk a little bit more about the uh, World Series when we get there next week. But uh, so far, it's been exciting. A lot of walk-offs, a lot of drama. Go ahead. You got one more? Yeah, I got a little bit of news and notes about tonight's game, which should be getting going here. Gabe uh, Huayascar Inoa was scratched a little bit earlier today. So you get the veteran reliever, Jesse Chavez, who's typically a long man, out of the Braves' bullpen as the opener. Uh, Noah had a little bit of shoulder inflammation, so they're going to have to mix and match a little bit. Get ready to see the likes of A.J. Minter, Drew Smiley, and you might see right-hander Jacob Webb. So you do have some options there. If you can get a couple innings out of Chavez, that's probably the best you're going to see. Now, you're also going with a pitcher who gave up, uh, who blew a save in game two, and that's Julio Urias. They decided to go ahead and give him the nod, and so you're going to look for the likes of Blake Trinan and you're looking at Brewster Gratterall probably going to get a lot of work. So look for a bullpen night from both teams. It's kind of up in the air, but it's a Dodger stadium, and this is a big one for the Braves. So make sure to tune in after you listen to us. I mean, you know, um, both teams have seen these pitchers, so Absolutely. it's going to be pretty interesting. Most of these pitchers will go one or two innings the most. So, uh, I mean, in a big, seri- in a big series like this, and you told me we were going to go to the uh, fourth game and we're going to pitch by committee the bullpen. I would have said you're crazy, but that's the way it's been going all year long. No, it really has, and you can see it in both leagues. The leashes are so tight for starting pitchers right now. If you can get to the fifth or the sixth, that's it. You're not going anymore. You're going to turn it over to the pen. But in this case, yeah, two to three innings, basically – the Dodgers and the Braves are looking at an opener-type situation here. But, yes, yeah, some big news that came in a little bit earlier before um, – actually, before we started rolling here. So right. I want to make sure we got that info out there. But uh, <coughs> we shall see what happens from here. It's going to be a crazy series. I see this going – I see this going seven. It's going to be pretty interesting. And, and I, I, would, I would love to see the uh, – and I, I know I'm going to say this – but I would love to see the Red Sox against the Braves for the East Coast World Series championship. And, you know, it's it, it, it's all about where it all started with the Braves in Boston. Right in Boston. Uh, you know, you had the Boston Red Sox. You had the Boston Braves. And the Braves left to go to Milwaukee. Then they came to Atlanta. But the hot team right now is the Astros. And the hot team right now going in tonight is the Dodgers. So we're gonna, it's, it's going to be pretty interesting. What's your there thoughts? So you got, you got to give me your thoughts in one minute. Give me your thoughts in one minute on what I think is going to happen. For the World Series, yeah. I'm going going Red Sox-Braves. Okay. Oh, boy. Clock's on. Yeah, I know the clock's on right now. Yeah, in the interest of marital unity, I don't want to get too excited because, of course, my wonderful Angela is a diehard Dodger fan. I say the National League's up for grabs, and it's going to go deep into that seventh game. Wow. I'm sorry. I can't do it. Chicken, 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 chicken. Yeah, I think we're having chicken tonight, actually. Because yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be Braves chicken. We'll see. Because I'll tell you this: those, those, those chickens you're you're eating didn't dodge the trolleys, and that's why you're eating them. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> but I will say, I think the dot. I still think the Braves. Are, uh, it's been such a fun season. I I don't know. It's driving me crazy right now. Well, everybody's saying everybody's saying the more the more the more talented team is the Dodgers. It doesn't matter when you get to this stage right now. Exactly, but people don't realize that. People don't realize that right now. You look at who's hot and who's not. Both teams 
have guys that can that can catch fire at any moment. Now, I will say in the AL, I still think the Red Sox are going to find a way to win Game Seven. Well, they're pretty. They're pretty. They're pretty behind the eight ball tonight. <laughs> uh, that's you are very correct on that, sir. So I'm sorry. The NLCS has my undivided attention. I can't make a pick right now. All right. So we'll see what happens next week. So you've been listening to the Who's on First Base Baseball podcast with the coach Carl Tomasi, Kyle Lawson. That's inning number one in the books, Major League Baseball round the horn, the ALNLDS, and then the ALNLCS. And we'll come back with the ALNLCWS, okay? <laughs> no, it's it just the WS. They call that the World Series, right? Yeah, not, not the College World Series, just the World Series, okay? And once again, it's all presented by Coach's Corner, where it's all sports. All food, all fun since 1991. And we got to thank them for letting him do this every week and to be our uh, sponsor. Okay, inning number two, the Bananas. The Bananas are doing it again. Last year, they went on a world tour, one city. They went to Hank Aaron Stadium in Mobile, Alabama. It was a sellout. The whole city of Mobile that lost their uh, professional team, the Bay Bears used to play there. And, I mean, has – such a historic stadium, and everybody in Mobile went crazy for the bananas. All right, so just to get, uh, I got to give you an update here. It's seven-one Boston. We're in the top of the ninth. Okay, that would be the Astros beating up, right? They're up. That would be correct, sir. They are at Fenway, and the bases are juiced. There are three ducks on the pond. So, yep. Uh, well. I think it's not looking too good in Beantown. I could have told you that about 20 minutes ago, but so, all right. we'll see what happens. But thank you for that quick uh, update there, Coach. All right, let's go back to the bananas, okay? We got one, two, three, one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four, five, five places they go to. Do you count Savannah as part of the world tour? Well, yeah, they sell out every game. After starting in Savannah, there will be a five-city world tour. There so, you go. You all that? right, so let's go. When do we all start this shenanigan? When do we go on the world tour? What's, what's the first date? All right, right before the start of spring, right before the start of Major League Baseball here, and over 300 cities put in their application. 300? How about over 400 with over 400,000 comments? That's right. It was 300 in the United States alone. I know. 100 worldwide. Lots of great messages. Here's the cities that finally made the cut. All right. Up number one. Place number one we're going to. Let's go. Place number one. You guessed it. Historic Grayson Stadium. That will be on March the 11th and the 12th. They will be playing, of course, the party animals as they do every year whenever Banana Ball gets going. And of course, it's going to be sold out. Everything's already sold out. Get out of here. All right, let's let's. Okay, here we go. We're leaving the good old SAV, the Seaport, the nine one two, and we're traveling into Florida. We got a Florida little trip going for the bananas. Okay, place number two. That would be Jackie Robinson Stadium in Daytona, Florida, and that'll that game will be on March the eighteenth. Coach, I love this stadium. It's a classic stadium. It was the first stadium that Jackie Robinson actually made an appearance. He was playing for the Montreal Royals in 1946. Amazing stadium. They're 
where they, they're the Cincinnati Reds affiliate in A-Ball, actually. They used to be a Cubs affiliate. They used to make many trips down there. It's an excellent stadium, and it's a great venue to watch baseball. Okay, and then we're going to take – we're going to go out of Florida. We're going to go to Alabama for March 25th. And where are we going? We are going to Riverwalk Ballpark in Montgomery, Alabama, home of the Montgomery Biscuits. And this is going to be another great game. They actually make two trips to Alabama, but starting in Montgomery, that'll get going. And that game will be on the 25th of March. Let's get let's get a biscuit and put a banana on it. It might be a yeah, good little banana uh, biscuits. I would say don't might, be banana biscuits might be as hey, you and I should start making banana biscuits. Maybe we get some extra money. Yeah, I mean, hey, I enjoy money. I need it, and I also enjoy biscuits. And Angela's a good cook. My wife's a good cook. We could come up with a recipe. We have the time, coach. We have the <laughs> yeah, we have the time. Yeah, we have the time. All Maybe right, we build him. So then we <laughs> head back into the month. Love money. <laughs> we leave we leave March, we head into April, April 1st, 1st, we're going back to the beautiful state of Florida, the Sunshine State, where are we headed? We are heading to the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. That's a mouthful. We go to West Palm Beach, April Fool's game between the bananas and the party animals. At the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. Yeah. I don't know how many Palm Beaches are they? East, west, north, south, sideways. Palm Beach, I thought it was just Palm Beach, but now I, there's got to be more than one Palm Beach, I guess, right? Yeah, it appears so. I haven't really looked at the map of Florida lately, but we're going to stay on the coastal side of this one. We'll stay so on the we'll, we'll put West Palm Beach on first base. We'll put East Palm Beach on second base. We'll put South Palm Beach on third base. And I don't know who's going to play shortstop. I mean, is it North Palm Beach? I don't know. North Palm Beach seems like just uh, – well. <laughs> You know, there probably is. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm really good at geography, but we're going to stay west here. They're going to West Palm Beach. Uh, that's actually been the uh, spring training home for the Cardinals for a long time. And, uh, yeah, that should be a really good time. we got two more here. All right. Then we're going to take 13 days to head back into the beautiful state of uh, Georgia. And we'll go to Columbus, Georgia. Where, where, where in Columbus are we headed? We're going to Golden Park, the former home of the South Atlantic League Columbus rain sticks, and that will be played on the 14th of April. Starting to get warm, should be a good time. Easy jaunt from Savannah for our bananas over to Columbus. Wow. <laughs> so, all right. Then five days later, we're going to crawl across the state line, and this time we're going to Birmingham, Alabama on April Birmingham. 16th. Yeah, Birmingham is a sign in England. But yeah, Birmingham. We're not, in, we're not in England, buddy. We're in the deep south. So it's Alabama. Alabama. Yeah. So they go to Rickwood Field, one of the oldest stadiums, one of the oldest still operating stadiums in the United States. And that will be two days later. So a quick jump from Columbus. They'll be heading over to Birmingham for the final game of the sold out world tour on April the 16th. This is going to be fun. I mean, it's. Think about it. Last year, they came up with a great idea. It worked out. They sold out. They went over to Mobile. They had a great time at Hank Aaron Stadium. You want to go back and watch some great videos, go to savannahbananas.com. This year, the demand is so big. They're playing at five different stadiums, including playing here at home to get the thing, to get the world tour started here at Historic Grayson Stadium. It's going to be great, coach. I can't wait to see 
Um, what everybody does, you know, we've had the pleasure of having having Jared Orton on here, having Biko, the broadcasting king of the bananas on here, and it's been an absolute treat. And there are so many great videos. If you have not seen the World Tour video, please go to savannabananas.com and check it out. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right. So, once again, you're listening to the Who's on First Base Baseball Podcast with the coach, Carl Damasi, and his sidekick, the baseball fanatic, all part of the Coach's Corner Sports Network. And once again, we got to thank John and Adele Henderson and Linus Dudas. Every, every every Tuesday and Wednesday, we'll bring it out. Last week, we had a skip. I was off the chart working, and uh, this this young man had a new job and a new new uh, illness. So, uh, But right now, he's feeling a lot better because we're talking baseball and baseball's been very, very, very good to him. But don't forget, we have music in the sound garden next this weekend. Besides the TP Pavilion, you want to help the uh, charity, help save one of our own, go see the beer master, go see the drink master and at the bar and say, I want to go upstairs. I want to be part of this. Make a donation. Go up there and you can be Anything part of it. you like. Just go up there, say hello. It's a great setup. And, I mean, if you want to go up there, be a part of a really good cause and enjoy the Braves. That's the place for you. Thunderbolt, go check it out. Coach's Corner. And there's a hot tub up there, too. Pay 25 bucks, you can get in the hot tub, okay? All right. Last one. We got seven minutes to keep this on our 40-minute track. We're going baseball trivia. Every show we end up with baseball trivia. We used to go on and on, but we cut it down to two questions and then, of course, a tiebreaker. Right now, off the record, I'm pretty sure the Fanatic has 12 wins. I got seven wins, and we got three ties. All right. I think I went first last time, so you're going first this time. Now, this man is born and bred Chicago, Illinois. Well, my trivia tonight is not to have to do with the uh, divisional playoffs because I've been trying to use that theme, what's going on in baseball, but I'm going to go to his hometown. Let's see how much he knows about Chicago trivia, whether it's the White Sox or the Cubbies. You ready? Okay. I am okay. ready. Okay. Name one Hall of Famer who was born in the great windy city of Chicago. Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. But played never, played, never played for the Cubs. He was born in Chicago. Ah, born in Chicago. Never played for the White Sox either. Hmm. Kirby Puckett. Uh, you knew that. Yeah. I told you, he's Chicago. If he doesn't get both these questions right, I'm going to be really, uh, really annoyed with him. Yes, Kirby Puckett. Okay. Kirby Pickett, Creepy Pockets, Kent Herbeck. Those are three <laughs> different ways to mispronounce Kirby Puckett's name. All right. While they were all born in Illinois, here are the other famous four that was on this trivia question. Okay. You had Robin Yunt, born in Illinois, Kirby Puckett in Chicago, Lou Brodrow. Lou Boudreaux. And Whitey Herzog, the rat. Whitey Herzog, downstate Cardinal boy. You got it. All right, so he's got one nothing on the coach. What high school did he go to? Ooh, uh, Kirby Puckett. Okay, uh, I think, I don't know if he went to Thornwood High School. I know for a fact he went to Triton College to play uh, junior college baseball. Calumet High School. Ooh, south, way south side, Cal Sag River. You got it. All right, my turn. All right. got now this is something. It was just this was something I was just randomly thinking. The last five World Series. Okay, we're looking from sixteen to twenty. How many of these games have gone to a game seven? 
How many World Series in the last five years have gone to seven games? Uh, you really got me going here. There's three. All right, let me let me think. Okay, I'm I'm the old guy here, not you. I'm the old guy here. I was about to say, I want the teams. Not I know that that the, the, you want all three series or just name teams that made it. Name there? the teams that won. Name the teams that won in a Hope seven game series. Yeah, how many? Okay, so the games there. I, I got you. I got you. Let me think. Let me think. You threw me off. All right. Okay. Of course, it has to be 2016, and he's trying to stick his chest out. I know I the Cubs. The damn shirt at you. There you yeah, go. No, the Cubs. Okay, the Cubs. There's one. The other two surprised me because I totally forgot about them. I think I I I know, I know for a fact the other two are the cheetahs from or uh, from uh, Houston. They both went seven games, whoever they played. They had to bang the drum a number of times to uh, get the uh, the pitch that was coming in. 2017, <laughs> so it was back-to-back seven-game series. Who did, who did the Astros play in 17? Played the Dodgers. Uh, well, let me give you the other team. Don't you want both teams? Oh, no, I thought you were saying for 2017, you were, like, wondering who they played. They played the Dodgers that year. There you go. The but I thought I was supposed to give you both teams. I said three teams. Three. All right. So we got the Cubs. We got Houston. We got the Dodgers. Okay. You want another? I, I'm trying. I'm trying to think. Was it 20, 2018? No, I don't think that went. I think. Uh, I think uh, that that didn't go seven. I think that went six. I think twenty nineteen. Uh, last year was only six. The Dodgers beat the uh, the Devil Rays in six. So I'd have to go 2019. Who did Houston play in 2019? Well, actually, you got the Nationals. Nationals. You got it. You got it. You got it. All right. There we go. Well done. Here we go. All right. Second question. Come on. Oh, second question from Chicago. Okay. Here we go. Okay. The Chicago, whether it's the White Sox or Red Sox, record for doubles. Cubs? Whatever. What did I say? You said Red Sox. Okay, sorry. The White Sox and the Cubs. The record for doubles in a game is four. Okay. Which one of these four famous Chicago ballplayers never achieved that feat? You have, of course, let's play two, the great Ernie Banks. Four doubles in a game. Right. Okay. Marv Owen, Matt Merton, and Billy Williams. One of them never hit four doubles in a game. Who was it, Mr. Chicago man? All righty. Who never actually did it? Who never actually did it? <laughs> Matt Merton. That guy cracks me up. I forgot about him. Uh, the ginger hair genius. I'm going Ernie Banks. Damn, you, you, you're you getting some lucky guesses here tonight. All <laughs> right. He never hit four doubles in a game, but he hit three doubles, okay, only once in his career. 
Wow. All right, you're up 2 nothing. I got to pull this one out to, 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 go to, to go to extra innings. All right, I'm going to walk-ups here. Now, the Braves are the first team in playoff history since 1997 to win their first two games via a walk-off. Now, this could be any playoff series. This could be a divisional series. You know, this could be a championship series. What was the last team? I said 1997. <laughs> I mean, you got to go. You got you, you got to go to a different source here because I read the same stuff you do, and I read this yesterday. <laughs> it's the Marlins in '97. Ah, shut up. Yeah, you do. <laughs> it was a long day. That's why I don't go to MLB trivia, daily trivia, because uh, well, that's why I go to it every day because I love trivia like you do. Yeah, did I you just thought I'd throw that in there. It was a. Did fun you read long today's? Day. Yeah, I read it. Okay. Do I remember it? No. Okay. All right, all right. So, one-to-one, we got to go bonus time here. What you got for me? Okay, we're staying with Chicago. Okay, because, you know, we... Actually, no, I'm pretty sure I just won that. No, it's 2-2. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Not paying attention. Once again, (laughs) let's go to the bonus round. My leg's killing me. Oh, boy. I know you know this. You should get this. Patrick Wisdom broke Chris Bryant's Cub record for most home runs by a rookie. Whose record did Bryant break? Oh, God. Okay. Oh, man. And this is Cubs trivia. This isn't White Sox trivia. And even that I'd probably do pretty well with. Oh, rookie record going back. Oh. Who did Chris? fairly recent, too. Who broke Chris Bryant? Who did? Um, who did? When Billy Chris Bryant? Yeah, and you said that's recent. Well, give me the like give me the year. Oh, nineteen sixty-one. Oh, that's recent. Okay, all right. So okay, give me- I almost had another guess. I'm glad I didn't go with it. Yeah, there you go. You got it, Billy Williams. Okay, how many did Billy, Billy Williams hit? He hit twenty-six. Twenty-five. Bryant hit twenty-six. Knucklehead. Oh, crap, you're right. He wears All right. Give me my question. We're already over. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Who has the most multi-homer games in postseason history? Uh, Most multi-home run games in postseason history. I just need a name. Yeah, I got got to think about it. Recent or way back when? Hallowed antiquity. So that means way back when. Yeah, I watched Gladiator the other day. (laughs) I mean, they say I look like him, and they say I eat as many hot dogs as he does. So my guess, I can only think of one guy. The great Bambino. Baby Ruth. Daggone it, we got another. Another Another time. time. Hey, but that was a good one. We got them all right. That was good. Well done, coach. This is a good one. And uh, and the so Chicago. I've got, I've got I've got baseball on on the other TV right now. I'm getting distracted. This was a good one, coach. And I'm hoping next week we got some World Series chit chat. And I'm hoping it will be the good stuff. I'm hoping it'll be the desired outcome that everybody in the coaches' corner sports network wants. We'll see what happens. But this all is right. A good one. All right, you can't go anywhere yet because we got to thank our sponsor, oh, and I'm we got to tell. 
We got to tell them what's playing in the Sound Garden this week. Lots of good stuff in the Sound Garden this weekend. Okay, Friday night, we got the Charlie Fog Band. Okay, go get your tickets. And then on Saturday night, we have the Sapphire Bullets of Pure Love. Okay, so what they do, they play legendary rhythm and blue band, has been rocking Savannah for over 25 years playing dance and listening favorites from Steely Dan, Toto, Tower of Power, James Brown, and more. Okay, so you got to love that. Local guys playing Toto. I haven't heard any Toto songs in a long time. Hold the line. Love isn't always on time. Yeah, well, I hope it rains down in Africa. There you I go. Hope, I, hope the, I hope the Braves can uh, hold the line tonight. You know what I mean, buddy? So yeah, Okay, if I had a keyboard in front of me, this is me playing the keys for Toto. There you go. All right, so uh, let's go. It's in the bottom of the ninth, two out, and the Astros are up 9-1 to one on the Red, Six, Red Sox. So the Astro wins. They go up 3-2 here, buddy. Yep, this could be a big one. And Do we hit? And we head back to Houston, don't we? It will head back to Houston. This is a series that I think is going to go. I really think both series are going to go seven. And I can't wait to break it all down next week. This is crazy. Houston, can you hear me now? Do we have a problem? <laughs> yeah, Houston, do I have a problem? All right. And then what's going to happen here shortly? It's already started. I'm not going to give you any scores. But the, uh, the Braves and the Dodgers are, are at it. And we'll talk more about that next week. But once again, whatever you do today. Tomorrow, what are you going to do? Always hit it out of the park. And until we speak to you next week, or we, yeah, that's right, until you listen to us next week, hopefully you do, it's going to be what? Make it your best week ever. You got that right. Once again, thank you to John Henderson and Coach Corner for sponsoring the Who's on First Base baseball show, baseball podcast with the coach called Demasi and Kyle Lawson's. We'll be back next week. Go Braves. I'm going for the Red Sox. I can't believe it. A Yankee fan going for the Red Sox. Bye. Just because I'm a baseball fanatic, let's keep the World Series on the East Coast. You got to love it. Be safe. Take care. And we'll see you. Take care. See you next week.